Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. Hey people, I need a quick favour from you. If you enjoy the Takeoff podcast, please do take some time to subscribe and rate the podcast. You can do this on Spotify, Apple Podcasts or any platform that you listen on. It really helps to spread the podcast to more people. And if you get a chance, share it too. I appreciate you. To get into property is quite difficult. Mm -hmm. But to assist people in property and provide a service Mm -hmm. that people can pay you for is a much easier way to create an income from property. Though I don't like to talk about it in this way, social housing is a strategy to running a property. I needed the approval of one of the housing associations to accept me to come underneath them. Okay. So they're almost like the gatekeepers. Really? But a lot of them were telling me, no, this is part of the journey. You know what I mean? Like this is part of the journey. But if you persist and you overcome those mm-hmm. those trials and tribulations, then on the other side of it, you sit down comfortably and talk yeah. about the mistakes that happened in the past. People should do whatever they think is best for mm-hmm. them. But for me, the, the amount of money that you need to save to put into a deposit for a property, mm-hmm. you'd probably be better off creating a business. Welcome to the Takeoff Experience where I sit down with highly driven people to talk about their journey, their failures and their successes. If you want to take off in your career, your business, your finances, or your mindset, then this podcast is for you. This episode is sponsored by Money Hub, a platform that allows you to see all of your current accounts in one place and also provides you with smart money management tools to help you get right with your money. Welcome back to the Takeoff Podcast. We have a special, special guest in the building. Michael, how are you doing today? I'm good, thank you. Yeah, you came from down a long, long way, right? You came from Birmingham and we're recording whilst, um, you know, strikes happening. So I think there was a lot of traffic um, coming into um, uh, into London, unfortunately, today. So, yeah, uh, I really appreciate Michael coming in today. Um, so, yeah, how, how's, your, how's your day been? It was good. Um, first half of it was spent doing some conflict resolution. Okay. Shall we say. Um, a lot of what I'm doing is in a social housing space. Okay. So that comes with its own challenges mm-hmm. in terms of the type of tenants that we're dealing with and the type of issues okay. that may arise as a result of that. Okay. So we had probably one or two kind of serious issues before I left. Wow. That was a, enough to make me feel like I'd done a full day's work. With <laughs> okay. Wow. That was crazy. And um, I love that you mentioned social housing. We're going to dive into how, how you got into that. But before we start, who, who's Michael? Um, businessman, mm-hmm. oppor- uh, entrepreneur, social impact investor okay. from Birmingham. Okay. What's social impact? What does that mean? So like, social impact, view, yeah. it literally is what it says. Mm. The business that you do has mm. a social impact okay. on the communities that you're supposed to be serving. Wow. So there's some kind of um, ethic, ethics to what you're doing. Okay. Why, why, why? Like, why? Because not everybody's like that, right? Some people yeah. don't care. They just want to make profits. But yeah. you, why, why did you want to pursue it that, that way? There's nothing wrong with um, just doing business for the sake of making a profit. Mm-hmm. And I'm definitely here to make a profit. Mm-hmm. But if you can run a business that helps people mm-hmm. and make that same profit, then why not? Yeah. Yeah. No, I completely agree. Great answer. <laughs> you should be a politician. <laughs> um, but okay. Take us back into the beginning though. Like, so, so where, where did, did your journey start for yourself? Um, so I feel like I've, I've grown up uh, in typical backgrounds mm. that um, most people come from, mm. you know, uh, low income, mm-hmm. Um, kind of single parent households, mm-hmm. uh, but you always aspire for more. Mm-hmm. Um, I was fortunate to have a, a few good role models around me who mm-hmm. inspired me and showed me, like what the world had to offer. Okay, they may not have been able to give it to me, mm-hmm. but I knew that it existed. Okay, so you know, from an early age, it was mm-hmm. always like a, a goal to just achieve more. Okay, cool. And background wise. 
like parents, where are they from? Were you born here? Were you born somewhere else? No, so I was born in uh, Birmingham. Okay. Yeah, parents, again, born in UK. Mm -hmm. Grandparents, Jamaican. Okay. Oh, nice. Oh, nice. Do you, do you go back to Jamaica often? <laughs> no. I was, yeah, I was, I was, um, been back twice this year. Oh, wow. Twice. Yeah. Wow, you're lucky, man. I would love to go to Jamaica. Wow. Oh, specific reason, just because you um, like. Last time was a, a family okay. thing. First time, unfortunately, it was for a funeral. Okay. Yeah. Sorry to hear about that. Sorry to hear about that. Okay. So, so okay. Let's go through your journey a bit more. So, school-wise, what, what were you doing? Were you, like, very good at school? Not good at school? Okay. Uh, school-wise, mm. um, generally, I've always been quite an intelligent person. And okay. Able to get through without studying much. Okay. Wow. If I studied, if I revised, I probably could have done a lot better. Okay. But I was always able to at least pass and do okay. what was needed to be done. So mm -hmm. kind of lucky in that way. Wow. Um, but yeah, I learned a lot from school. I think I took what I needed to take from it. Okay. And um, yeah, it was a good experience. Wow. And then did you, did you go from school, college, uni? Did you go down the traditional route that most people say? or that? Yeah, so... School, went to college, mm -hmm. um, did okay. Mm -hmm. I don't think I passed everything there. Mm -hmm. um, I, I did a business, uh, business, B-Tech business. Okay. Which I did all right in. Mm -hmm. Did economics, which I just totally, I just didn't, I failed that. Mm. Um, but I did enough to get into university. Okay. I went to De Montfort. Okay. For. I think, yeah, I think, is that yeah, commentary? Lester. Lester, okay. Yeah, went to the month for, mm. for one year. Mm -hmm. um, managed to pass the first year and get mm -hmm. what I needed to get there, but I had a child quite young. Okay. So it's just the, the pressures of mm. trying to finish university and having to get money in and all that yeah. stuff that I couldn't, I couldn't do that. Okay. Wow. 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 Yeah. yeah uni, uni is a tough one. I had a few friends that dropped out and, um, you know, it's, it's interesting that you, you felt that it, it, it didn't work for you. So at that point, what was the alternative alternative for yourself? Do you was like, okay, I'm just going to go into work and... Yeah, man, just grind. Yeah, just yeah. grind. <laughs> just and um, at what point did you get into property? So property, I was saying the last five years. Okay, wow. Yeah, in the last five years, got into property. Um, that move came after... Just had a... Um, from, I would say... The age of 20 mm. to the age of 25, just mm. had various different businesses. Okay. Um, various different ventures. Mm -hmm. Just generally just putting in work in any way I could. Okay. Um, and I think it just got to the point where I was ready to do something that was more long-term. So then the focus became getting into property mm -hmm. and subsequently making an agency around that. Okay. Wow. Wow, that's interesting. So, okay, so take me through what was the businesses that you were doing before? Because I'm trying to understand like how you got to point like, okay, I'm gonna pick an agency. So, what what were some of the businesses that you were doing before? Um, so, for example, there would be things like um, certain crazes would mm -hmm. come around. So, like you had the Sedgways, you had the fidget spinners. Oh like, yeah, I forgot about the fidget spinners. Yeah, yeah. Sedgways. Yeah, yeah. So okay. things like that, we would yeah. um, find suppliers of those okay. things and. Um, you know, find ways of buying these kind of things, wholesales and selling okay. to like local retailers. Okay. All that kind of stuff there. Um, then through that naturally got good contacts in China and got mm -hmm. into catering supplies. Okay. So just managed to find like some uh, niche catering equipment, catering supplies for certain industries and started mm -hmm. to find ways of supplying those people directly. Mm -hmm. And then after a while, more people jump into the industry. So mm -hmm. the profits go down and it gets a bit harder. Okay. And then it was kind of like, all right, you know what? There's a little bit of money there. Is it time to get into property? Mm -hmm. And then made that move. Wow. That's a very smart move. You know, yeah. some people I would imagine wouldn't have been as um, realistic or as, um, yeah, as realistic as you would have been. Some people have been like, you know what? I'm just going to stick out. I was here first. But you, yeah. you decided to, no, nah, let me just cut my losses and. Let me make the move. I feel like when when you've been up and down a few times, mm. eventually you're just like, you know, I'm I'm not trying to go down again. I'm not trying to start again. If I, you start wanting to control yeah. the movements in your life a little okay. bit. So wow. for me, it was like, all right, this on this move, I'm probably going to be starting on 
the ground floor again, mm-hmm. but it'll be at a higher level. Yeah. And at least it'll be on my terms. Okay. So okay. Wow. It's almost like jumping before you pushed. Wow, wow. That's that's wow. That's so that's so so interesting. That's crazy. And how did you find like your journey doing all those those businesses? Like how did you yeah, how was it for you? I feel like that was like my university. Okay. Um had a lot of wins but also made probably more mistakes. Mm-hmm. Um it taught me a lot about just you know, our customers, how to mm-hmm. deal with people, mm-hmm. how to manage money, how to negotiate, mm-hmm. just everything I was going to need to become a, a good business person in, in life. Yeah. Wow. And um, would you say like in terms of like keeping going, because a lot of people would just quit and be like, you know, what, I'm going to go into career. Why did you continue? Are you like, I'm going to just stick with business? I don't, I think, Again, I've, I've been doing it for so long mm-hmm. and I believe in myself so much that I don't see any alternative okay. to this. Like I don't see myself working for anyone else um, unless it was almost like an entrepreneur mm-hmm. kind of situation where I'm helping someone and I have an equity stake mm-hmm. in what it is that I'm doing. Um, but I believe in myself. I have ideas and it's almost like a challenge. It's almost like a game. Mm-hmm. I have this potential and can I unlock it? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Wow, you got a lot of self belief. <laughs> Where does this self belief come from? Um, just knowledge of self. Yeah. Just like you know, once you kind of know who you are mm. beyond what you're told you are, mm-hmm. you know, it just becomes a journey. Well, let's prove it. Let's 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 you know, let's see if you really are who you think you are. Wow. Where did this self awareness come? At what point did you think? Oh yeah, now I've got the confidence. Or were you always like this? I, I wouldn't say I was always like this. Mm. Nowhere. But it, it comes in different ways and different stages mm. throughout life. I mean, you know, the first, I would say my first, uh, my first experience of any kind of self-knowledge has probably come from music. Yeah. Okay. Probably music. like rap okay. music. Yeah. You know what I mean? The earlier rap music before mm. it is kind of like how it is now. Yeah. Yeah. Not you mom I mean? rap, actual you know beat saying? rap. Yeah. <laughs> like you know, you might listen to Nas. Yeah. He's going to put some stuff in there that, yeah. that you're going to oh what's that like you might research a couple of the names that he's talking about then you start just getting into the research kind of stage in life Mm. and you just start seeing hang on i've never been told this before yeah you start seeing things you will never see in books in schools and so once you go deeper down that rabbit hole yeah there's a whole there's a whole history yeah of information here wow what would you say to somebody who doesn't like believe in themselves but they you know they 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 have an idea of wanting to do something but they just, nah, I can't do it. What would you say to them like that? Um, I'm quite a forward and direct person. Mm. So I'd probably say, there's no time for it. <laughs> there's no time for there's it. There's no time for it. Like whether yeah. you do or you don't, Yeah. most people do not care and yeah. the world is going to keep turning Yeah. and life's too short. Yeah. So what what kind of life do you want to live? Exactly. Yeah. You know what? That's I, I've never heard somebody be so direct. It's true. It's, it's true. Nobody cares. It's just going to keep going. Mm. People are going to keep doing what they got to do. And, you know, that's it. <laughs> no, that's fine. Um, okay, cool. So, okay. So you, you said after your, your, your businesses, you decided, okay, let me set up an agency. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, just to be clear, that's a essay agency. Yes. Yeah? It's their agency. Gordon okay, Brooks. cool. Cool. Okay. Can you talk me through, you know, how you set that up yeah so setting that up um the main goal of that business mm. was to set up a brand mm-hmm. um that people can trust and have mm-hmm. the opportunities in property come mm-hmm. to me mm-hmm. um because there's a lot of people out here looking for the same opportunities mm-hmm. especially in property especially in hot areas like say birmingham yeah there's a lot of serious guys a lot of major developers like, yeah and then i was just gonna i was just coming in and trying to find a piece of the action kind of yeah thing. So I thought, you know what, let me do this another way. Let me set up a business around property. Mm-hmm. Um, because to get into property is quite difficult. Mm-hmm. But to assist people in property and provide a service mm-hmm. that people can pay you for yeah. is a much easier way to create an income from property. Mm-hmm. So the first bit of money I was making off property wasn't from my own property. Mm-hmm. It was from helping others. Okay. Wow. Wow. That's That's epic. And... T- talk us through like what you do with with Gordon Brooks. Yeah. So Gordon Brooks is an estate agent, much mm-hmm. like Foxtons, mm-hmm. Connells, Dixons. Mm-hmm. We help people to buy, sell, mm-hmm. manage, and invest in mm-hmm. property. 
So for example, if you had a property in mm-hmm. Birmingham yeah. and you live in London, mm-hmm. I could manage it for you. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I like to say that as an independent agent, we're better than the other ones mm-hmm. because you're getting me. I actually mm-hmm. care. Mm-hmm. If you turn around and say, yo guys, don't ever go to Gordon Brooks, man, that's terrible. Mm-hmm. I, I, my, my, my business is done. Mm-hmm. Foxton's these people don't care. It's like a revolving door. Yeah. One person leaves, two people come. Mm-hmm. So I really need to, um, the few people that do trust, the, pe- the few people that I do work with, mm-hmm. I need to make sure that I, I'm valuing those relationships. Yeah. So that will mean that, you know, if I need to be around there at 11 o'clock at night, mm-hmm. for whatever reason, I will go and do it okay. myself if needed. Because that's, you know, customer value service. Like we, yeah. have, to, we have to deliver these things. Wow. Wow. And how did you get, how do you get your first clients? Like, yeah. Um, from within the community. Okay. Yeah. Like, um, once people saw that I was serious and I wasn't mm. going away and I was like, oh, it's not just packed. Like he's still mm. here doing it. Mm. You know, the business started to come in. Okay. Um, you know, regular social media posts, speaking to people, networking, mm. um, you know, it, it it does come in if you're consistent yeah. enough. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then from there, you identify whatever it is that you've done that got that first one, mm-hmm. double down, try and get the second one. Okay. And, and you know, finding other creative ways as well of making revenue from property. Yeah. Not just relying on, say, management. Mm-hmm. Wow, wow. That's so interesting. So, okay, so you, you do management. Yeah. Um, do you help people find deals as well? Or? Yeah, so yeah. Um, we also help people find deals. Um. One of the most recent ones that uh, is most notable was a, mm. a London investor. Um, he wanted to buy down in Birmingham. Mm-hmm. Wasn't quite sure where to buy or what to buy for. Mm-hmm. So um, I helped him locate a property that I got the contract to sell. Mm-hmm. But it just so happens that this particular property was actually quite nice, especially to be turned into a, like a shared house. Okay. So I advise him, I've got this property. I haven't put it on the market yet. Mm-hmm. We can break it down in, it was a three bedroom house, but we could quite easily with little work, turn it into a five bedroom. Wow. And then at that point, we could pass it over to the social housing company Mm -hmm. to get a guaranteed rent. Mm -hmm. So it was like the numbers made sense. It was a no brainer for him. Wow. Wow. Okay. So I'm curious about something here because that that sounds brilliant. Where did you get your property knowledge from? (laughs) Um, All of this, because I'm like, all right, like, you know. You know, a lot of it comes over time. Yeah. But. I have been doing it for like probably almost five years now. Okay. So at first I mm. didn't know much okay. and I, I did pay for a few courses. Okay. Um, I think we probably got to about 5,000 pounds worth of courses. Okay. Um, the information that they gave yeah. probably wasn't anything I couldn't find online. Really? You think so? I could have found it, but it, I wouldn't have found it in one place. Okay. In a very like clear way. It was okay. just, you know, all the information for anything is, is yeah. always there. It's in yeah. a book, it's online, it's in a yeah. podcast but it's getting it concentrated into one place mm. that you can, you can use it and digest it and then, mm-hmm. you know, use it in your life. Um, so I paid for courses and really just made a lot of mistakes. Okay. Like <laughs> the way you say it, you say it so nonchalantly. I just yeah. made a, a lot of it's mistakes. Okay. It's okay now. Yeah. <laughs> it's okay now, but like mistakes that strained relationships, yeah. lost friendships, broke down like businesses and stuff. Like, wow. it, it, this is part of the journey. You know what I mean? Like this is part of the journey. But yeah. if you persist and you overcome those mm-hmm. those trials and tribulations, then on the other side of it, you sit down comfortably and talk yeah. about the mistakes that happened in the past. Yeah. Wow. Wow. You have to go through them. Yeah. Yeah. It's crazy because like, I feel like, you know, I think, I think especially when you're a new business, I feel like, you know, like you said, mistakes are just part of um, what happens. And unfortunately... It's, it's bad to say someone's going to be collateral damage. It's not that you're meaning to do that to anybody or you're meaning, you're just learning yeah. as you go. You have to learn, right? Yeah. Like that's just, that's just life. Um, it's interesting that you said that all the information was concentrated in one place. Cause a lot of people feel like paying for, um, you know, education, they're a bit like, Oh no, it should be free. You know, I'm yeah. on the fence with it. I, I think if it's valuable to the person, it gives some value, whether that value is saving time. Mm-hmm. So you're saying it's free, it was constrained. So maybe it saved you a year of time. Right. Is that valuable to you? Probably, yeah, okay. Five grand, I get, I don't know, 20. Okay, 15 grand difference yeah. is worth it to me. I think that's the way that people should should see it. Well, I, I guess, what do you think about it? Uh, 100%, um, what's it worth to you? Yeah. For some, per- if, if, 
if somebody comes and they're going to take this information and never do anything with mm. it, then it's useless. Yeah. But for someone who's serious and is going to like make notes and be like, all right, let me take that. And turns out they end up creating a, um, an amazing career that pays them yeah. X amount a year. Yeah. Then what would they pay for that? Yeah. It, it's, it really is down to the person and what they want to achieve. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. That's the, so crazy. The information's got to be relevant. It has to. to. Them, yeah, it has to be relevant. Wow. Okay, so then you say, so, okay, so you did your, your courses, you, you know, made mistakes, you learned. And then at what point was it like, okay, the aha moment came and like, okay, I know what I'm doing. Like, I'm, I'm good now. Um, For me personally, yeah. I'm quite hard on myself and that aha moment still hasn't come. Okay, really? <laughs> <laughs> not come because I'm always thinking to myself, how could I have done that better? Yeah. What could I have done to make that more profitable? Yeah. How could I have made that customer happier? Okay. So I don't think that moment, that moment will ever come. There will be a time when it's like, okay, I've got to accept that things are going okay and this is this is fine and yeah. I'm happy. Um, I think proper goal setting mm-hmm. um, helps with that. So like, you know, having like actual milestones and yeah. when I reach this point, that means I've achieved X, Y, and Z. Yeah. So I think it's important to have milestones in that way. Mm-hmm. Um, but for me, a lot of it will be based on the last interaction I had with, say, a customer. Okay. Was that good? Was it bad? Yeah. It would be it would be on the, the money that was made on that last deal. Okay. Did I make as much as I thought I was going to make or did yeah. I make less? Okay. So. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Always thinking <clears throat> and always wanting to improve. That's good. That's the sign of a, a great business person and a great leader, in my opinion. Um, in terms of challenges, what have been some of the biggest challenges with like, you know, in relation to like your, your journey with Gordon Brooks? Probably a network. Okay. As in realistically, anything that anyone wants to do, Mm. if they had the right network, they'd Mm. be able to do it. Yeah. So like, for example, you might see an amazing opportunity and it costs a million pounds. Mm -hmm. If you don't know anyone, with a million pounds and it's it's going to seem like it's just not possible yeah and also if you don't know what you're looking at and you don't know how to package that up and you don't know how to present it to someone to say this is a million pound opportunity mm-hmm. all i need is a hundred thousand mm-hmm. to unlock this million pounds mm-hmm. which is how that would go if you don't know it and you don't yeah. know the person mm-hmm. then that's probably one of the most frustrating things okay so i would say one of the biggest drawbacks for me is network okay Okay. Because even if it was just like, uh, even if it's just me uh, suffering with a bit of anxiety about mm-hmm. the next deal, there is someone there that could help talk me through that and make it more easy, easy, easy there, easy for me to digest. Okay. Okay. You know what I mean? So it's just yeah. not even about the money. It's just about having someone in your network that can yeah. address the problems that you're dealing with. Yeah. 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 Network is an interesting <clears throat> thing because you know what? Like throughout my career they always said your network is your net worth you need to network you need to network you need to network right and like there's so many ways you could do it right people say business convention blah blah the the best the biggest way that i've networked is through my page actually mm-hmm. and it's to be honest it's all been natural obviously asking people like yourself to come on the podcast yeah. is even better right cuz like yeah. it's like an instant reason to network it's not like i'm not just trying to you know it's just it's just natural kind of thing um so that's that's been one way but i wanted to ask you a difficult question how are you planning to address that challenge um being more open okay being more open yeah um i would say that uh it's, it's probably more natural now for people to be um, open and networking. Like, I saw what are you doing and mm. all that kind of stuff there. But growing up, it wasn't always yeah. a thing where you, you just kind of mind your own business, mm-hmm. do your own thing, you know, uh, mix with your immediate circle mm-hmm. and that's it. So just um, being a bit more willing to network and being mm-hmm. a bit more open, like, mm. you know, less guarded. Mm-hmm. So, Yeah. It's interesting because I would say that you have probably more to offer this potential person than they have to offer you. Nah. <laughs> nah. It, you think that? Nah. It, you don't think that? You never know when you could speak to someone and they can tell you something that lets, makes the penny drop. No, I know that. But I'm yeah. saying that I feel like you would have a lot to offer to that person. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. But it's getting in front of that person. Yeah, that's true. They have yeah, to know true. you exist. 
Yeah, that's true. Yeah. That's it's like true. There's, there's people out here with amazing businesses. Yeah. People out here that will cook food you've never tasted before. It's true. But you don't know they exist. Yeah. It's the marketing. That's the. That's all it is. It's crazy because we just released an episode of marketing this this week. Mm. Um, and you're you're completely right. If if you know, I mean, the biggest companies in the world. Um, on that on that episode, we actually spoke about Coke, and I did a bit of research yesterday. On how much they spend on marketing, and I think is in the billions. <laughs> a brand that every, pretty much everybody knows, they still spend billions on. No, they're gonna make sure. <laughs> yeah, I mean, they're they're next level. They they know we know them now. It's like you need to choose us. Like it's yeah. not even about knowing us now. It's their one. So yeah, marketing is 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 definitely very very important. Of course, like you know, you have to be um, sensible with that. Okay, that's very interesting. So okay, so you're you're doing you're doing that, and then on the other side, you also you got into social housing. At what yeah. point did you did you get into that? So um, with properties, um, it's all about adapting the right strategy. Mm-hmm. Um, what everyone knows, like buy to let, buy a mm-hmm. house rented to a family, yeah. and people are becoming more privy to uh, shared housing. Yes, buy a house, rent out the rooms, buy mm-hmm. a room. Then you've got like Airbnb. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know. Just almost like running a small hotel. Mm-hmm. Um, we was talking about even this this place. Yeah, this is a strategy turning mm-hmm. it into a podcast studio. Mm-hmm. Um, so, though I don't like to talk about it in this way, social housing is a strategy to run mm-hmm. in a property. Okay. Um, originally, I was involved in the student and professionals shared house space, mm-hmm. and um, I was doing that. That was okay. And I was just interested to see what other strategies were out there in the market. And then I came across the social housing. Mm-hmm. And then when I realized that, so for, I can do the exact same thing and help people and, and you know, make, make the same money or good money. Mm-hmm. I thought like, why, why wouldn't I do this? Because I found that when I had certain tenants in my properties anyway, I was almost like becoming a support worker for some mm-hmm. of them. If I might have like a young person in my property who's, I have one, I had one in particular who he had an issue with his parents mm-hmm. and he like, he used to work like at McDonald's mm-hmm. and he was able to just like rent a small room in one of the houses. And I'll talk to him and I was like learning about his situation mm-hmm. to the point where I felt like, you know, let me give him a bit of extra support. Mm-hmm. And then I realized that I don't, this is a bit like social housing. Mm-hmm. So why don't I just work with the local council to offer this service? Yeah. Okay. So yeah, it was more just, um, just looking just curious what other strategies are out there. And I saw this one and I thought, this is aligned with what I would like to do. Okay. Wow. That's epic. And yeah, you know, social impact stuff is, is it's got to be one of the most rewarding things that you can do. So talk me through how it like, how it works exactly. Yeah. So our company Crossroads Housing and Support mm-hmm. is, uh, works underneath uh, local housing associations, which are tied to the mm-hmm. council, in our case, Birmingham City Council, to offer the service of um, safe, clean accommodation mm-hmm. and a weekly support mm-hmm. for individuals who are considered vulnerable or mm-hmm. facing homelessness mm-hmm. to get back into work, education, mm-hmm. or get back into independent living. Yeah. So um, that's something that we take quite seriously. I mean, I, I've, I've not got a background in um, health or social care, I didn't okay. train for that or anything like that. I went to do business and finance mm-hmm. at university. Um, but just through where I've come up, where I've, I've grown from, mm. like I understand the need for people to have support. Mm-hmm. Um, so ev- originally, um, when I first got in mm. to the industry after mm. like loads of knockbacks, I was doing the support myself. Okay. Like I, I, I got a, like, um, a few qualifications, just like basic ones. Yeah. So that I was like, you know, emergency first aid and, mm-hmm. um, adult safeguarding so that I was able to deliver mm-hmm. this service. Um, and then it got bigger. Mm-hmm. And then it got to the point where I said, you know what, I'm, I might need to separate this from Gordon Brooks because I was mm-hmm. just doing it under my Gordon Brooks name. And I said, you know what, no, let me take it seriously. Mm-hmm. Um, worked with a family member who's like, she was like a registered nurse. Mm-hmm. And I said, you know, what, can you come and help me? Because like, I, I shouldn't be doing this. If, if we're going to take this seriously, I shouldn't be the one delivering the support. Mm-hmm. And then from there, we've grown now. Wow. Yeah. And we actually, um, we have over a hundred residents. Wow. That's epic. Mm. That's a lot. That's wow. Well done. That's so great. I've got so much follow up questions. Um, 
Because, you know, when I actually reach out to you and I looked at your page, I actually, what I wanted to most, I think the thing that struck me the most was actually the social housing part. That's the note that part. I was like, yeah, that is, because I've never had, firstly, because of the social impact part of it. And secondly, because there's nobody else that I knew personally that was, that I had, that I had, let's say, access to, okay. that I could speak to in that area. Um Okay, so in terms, you, you talked about difficulties in terms of getting yourself like over the line. Were there particular things that you had to do to, um, to that the council needed you to do for you to be like, yeah, okay, you can we can start working together, start giving us tenants? There is that stuff, but I needed the approval of one of the housing associations really? to accept me to come underneath them. Okay. So they, they were almost like the gatekeepers. Really? But a lot of them were telling me no. Oh my god! Like we're, we're not taking on anybody new, or we're not interested. Yeah, you know, you're too small. You haven't got any experience. Wow, that kind of stuff there. Um, but there was one in particular that I followed up persistently, and I ended up yeah. writing like a bit of a letter to them mm. that would show them, like I was serious about mm. this, and you know, like I almost put like a bit of a presentation, but I more sold myself to them to say, okay. you know, this is this is a serious thing for me, mm-hmm. and if you give me the opportunity, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna mess you about. Mm-hmm. And so that's what got me in the door. Wow. Persistence. I love that. So that so that's what got you through the door. Why did you persist? <laughs> um, I knew that I would get through as long as yeah. I persisted. Okay. And it was where I needed to be. So I, I hadn't I had no choice. I had to I had to make it happen. Wow. That is that is crazy. So after that, you must have been feeling happy. <laughs> I was definitely happy. Yeah. Because I knew it was like the start of a the next level of the journey. Okay, wow. I you know it's so crazy that that we're speaking about this day because I did I did not know that's how it, how it works. So so for you to be able to do what you're doing, yeah. offer social housing, you have to be under a housing association. You can go direct to the council. Okay. You can be just you have your house. You speak to the council. Mm. You've, you've met their criteria, and mm-hmm. you can be directly getting paid by the council to mm-hmm. deliver this service. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just a more streamlined process to go through a housing association. Okay. And also, um, you have the almost like the the guidance and the stabilizer and the stabilizers on the bike mm-hmm. working with the housing association mm-hmm. I, if i had persisted from then i probably could have went direct to the council but i wasn't ready okay like uh, only now yeah do i you... feel like you know what i think we can probably do it okay now that i've seen all the highs and the lows and what yeah. can kind of catch me out yeah i'm like all right cool i reckon i can meet those regulations wow. Wow, wow, wow. So so can anybody do it if they wanted to? I would say so. Yeah, okay. A- anyone can do it. Um, I'm not saying it's easy. Yeah, of course not. It's Nothing not, is yeah, easy in life, yeah. Easy. And it's not easy to scale. Yeah. Because that's one of the biggest problems that I'm having right now. Mm-hmm. But um, anyone can do it. Okay. Anyone can do it. I mean, it, we're just talking about social care. Yeah. So like someone will know... Um, like you might have went to school or even mm. have someone in your family that had foster kids. Mm-hmm. That's a form of it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Someone could... Um, that's true, actually, yeah. You know what I mean? They you do m- need housing. Yeah. You don't think about these things, yeah, do you? Yeah. It could be yeah. um, a child that's gone into care. Mm. It could be someone with um, disabilities mm-hmm. who... You ever see that... Um, where you've got like... Um, they take the day disabled people to like a day centre. Yeah. And where they like the, you know, mm. give them good experience and all that mm. kind of stuff and bring them back at the end of the day. Yeah. That's a form of social care. Okay. So it doesn't have to be, um, you know, just vulnerable adults. Mm-hmm. It could be children. It could be people with lent, uh, physical disabilities, learning difficult difficulties. Mm-hmm. Whatever it is that you are attached to, whatever you have an emotional tie to, mm-hmm. there's going to be a service for that. Yeah. And with to, to provide that service, there needs to be an some sort of property. Yeah. That's okay. why I look at it. That's why I say it's a property strategy mm. and the social impact side is what mm. we're going to run in the property. Yeah. I always like kind of liking it a bit to like McDonald's where mm. they always say, you know, McDonald's isn't really selling burgers. Yeah. yeah. It's the property. Yeah. But the the model that they've chose to run mm-hmm. in the property is the burger business. Yeah. To keep it as profitable as they think it can be. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? Again, we're talking about people. So I hate mm. to like put profit with people. Mm-hmm. I don't actually like to think about the money at all. I think yeah. about... As long as we are delivering a service, as long as we're making people happy and changing mm-hmm. lives, then the money is a byproduct. Yeah, yeah. We have you can't get that without yeah that bit first. Yeah, yeah. Wow, that's so epic. <laughs> I could talk to you about this all day, but I know we have we've got limited time. Um, you, you mentioned 
um, some of the challenges and things that you learned, um, you know, through your time doing it under the housing association. Mm. Um, so yeah, can you talk us through some of like what some of those challenges were and what you've learned? Um, I think one of the major challenges is, 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 is actually in the actual supporting of people mm -hmm. because um, you'll find that the less someone's needs are, mm -hmm. the harder it is to support them. Mm -hmm. So because we only do low level support, we find that most people are quite highly functional. Mm -hmm. And sometimes I say, it's like you or I finding ourselves in a difficult situation mm -hmm. that we never thought we would be in yeah. and then f having the need for this service. Mm -hmm. But with the right support and help, we will soon be out of that place and back where we're supposed to be. Yeah it's a bit difficult then for you to want to engage with someone mm. saying, oh, so we do some CV building. Mm. All right. Um, do you need help finding a local GP? Mm. So we get you signed up and all that kind of mm. stuff there. So it's about finding creative ways to get people that consider themselves highly functional mm -hmm. to engage in support that is relevant to them. Okay. Wow. So that's the biggest challenge that I'm facing at the moment. Yeah. How do we make it entertaining? How do we yeah. make it useful to mm. someone who can probably do most things themselves? Yeah. Yeah. But they're here for a reason. There's yeah. obviously a need. Yeah. So, you know, how do we, yeah, what's how do the we help this? And how do they help them? Yeah. You know I mean? One of the things that um, we offer mm. to our residents is um, paid courses. Mm -hmm. So we've paid for like, wow. um, like banksman courses. That's crazy. Or if someone said to me, oh, I want to do an SIA license yeah. and accountant for whatever reason I couldn't get it at the job center. Yeah. And they found a reasonable course. Yeah. All right, well, let's pay for it then. Wow. As long as we can show that we've yeah. offered this service and proven that we're helping you to move forward, yeah, we'll help you in any way. Wow, that's crazy. That's crazy. This this actually leads me up to another follow up question that I had. We're we're all going through this right now: issues, inflation, mm. cost of living crisis. Have you seen a change with your tenants in terms of with this cost of living crisis? Has it? Have you seen like a noticeable impact on them in in this time? Or <clears throat> not really. There's two things I've noticed mm. um, re re recently. That's the bills have gone mm -hmm. up. Yeah. Because the tenants... Your bills or theirs? <laughs> well, they're ours. Yeah, okay. Because they, they're essentially living f in their mind for, yeah. for free. Because okay. the council's paying the rent. Yes. There is a service charge to put towards it. And even yeah. in even in the, the private rented mm. houses, they, we, don't, we don't limit the... Um, like the, the thermostat or anything like that. We don't. Yeah. So, you know, it'll be Bahamas in there. Every time, every time we get there. You know what I mean? But when it's, oh. when it's like doubling and tripling the price now, we're going to have to. Yeah. I've noticed that definitely. Okay. Wow. Um, But I have noticed people struggling for food a little bit more. Okay. So before you wouldn't hear so much. Now it's, can we get a food parcel? Okay. Or like, you always find in a shared house, people would always like nick people's food. Mm. stuff like that but now it's actually you know what it used to be kind of okay but now it's not okay i need okay. i need what i bought okay so i am seeing it in that way yeah so like even now like i've been thinking recently what can we do to kind of combat that issue because mm. it's going to happen more people are yeah. people are going to run out of food and not yeah. be able to replace it yeah what can we do can we offer food parcels mm. how sustainable is that mm. where's the nearest like um food bank mm. can we do we need to make better relationships with them mm -hmm. these are the kind of things that we have to think about when running this kind of service wow it's a lot it's a lot to, it's a lot to consider right it's a lot it's, a lot. To, it's, a lot. it's obviously different things to um you know um privately rented what if i told you that there was a platform that allows you to see how you're spending all of your money across all of your accounts especially at a time where the cost of living is at its highest that it's been in years what if i also told you that this platform also allows you to see how much income you are getting every month across all of your accounts as well as helping you to set budgets for all of your expenses it doesn't stop there though this platform also helps you to send a record of your rent payments to Experian so that it is recorded on your credit report which can help to boost your credit score this platform sounds amazing right well this platform is called money hub 
which you can download for free by tapping the link in my description. You get access to premium features free for six months, six whole months with no auto renew. And then if you decide that you love the app and the platform and you want to continue with premium features, then it will only cost you £1.49 per month. That is the deal of the century, right? Well, go and download the Money Hub app right now. You're in both perspectives. So this is what's so great about it because you're in the social housing perspective and you're in the private. What would you say, what are like the differences that you see between the two? If we take away the actual support, mm. I would say not much. Okay. I would say not much. Um, once you get a good balanced house on the social mm. side, mm. for the level that I do, Mm. it's probably no different than a, a professional yeah and i always say like the way we um run our social housing business you can go to the properties and you wouldn't know that it was a social housing yeah. property yeah and i don't think you should know yeah it should be you know run correctly and run, run yeah right. yeah um so i wouldn't say there's that much difference if you mm. take the support out of it yeah the quality of the accommodation is the same yeah it's crazy because I feel like a lot of people have like um, this stigma with social housing. I mean, I grew up in a council flat, mm -hmm. you know, I'm just being honest. I don't know if I've ever mentioned it on the podcast. I grew up in a, a council flat, Campbell, I grew up in, um, I've also been through, I wouldn't say it, it wasn't social housing at this point. I didn't get myself on the, the list, the council list, unfortunately, but I then moved into what what's termed intermediate rent um through housing association okay. so i took advantage of that because why not like i couldn't afford to, I, I was like okay so, so you earn an okay salary i wanted i wanted my own space mm. but i couldn't afford i didn't want to move from sharing a room at my parents to sharing a room in a flat in london so i was like i want to find my own place so i stumbled across um intermediate rent and i never heard of that it's literally with housing association, but so basically it's just a discount. Is it like a twenty percent discount? You should look okay. into that. Another strategy for you, probably. So rent the house to you and give you a twenty percent discount. Yeah, it's the market rate is twenty percent down below. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So housing association, oh. so they would have intermediate rent. So within their properties, they they'll have some people, I guess, buying it, maybe shared ownership. Okay, okay. And then some other tenants would be intermediate rent, like me. I could never own it. But I would have a contract with them to to be twenty. I can see you're you're thinking like, whoa, how have I missed this now, one? Now, now, you know, I'm just I'm just thinking about like um yeah affordable housing and then it's pretty much like that. Yeah, it's basically affordable housing. Of course, there's a criteria in terms of how much salary you can earn. Of okay. course, because if you're earning too much, then they're like you can just find on private rent. Um, it's very similar to there's another scheme in London called London Living Rent. It's kind of similar to that. Okay. Intermediate rent is like I think it's UK wide, right. and London living rent is is like London wide. It's to be fair, it's not widely advertised. Is the truth? I kind of stumbled on it by accident. And put the word out. I have <laughs> been. I have. I, to be honest, I have. I have. I've literally got a video on my um, Instagram page on how to find it, like how I found it. Yeah. Um, my wife, we got her on there like three years ago. I was like. Babe, you need to get on this. Got her on there. You tell people, but you know, yeah, honestly, the pain's not high enough. Some people just don't. You know, when you tell people, people are not seriously. Like, <laughs> some people are not. The people who are serious will find a way to make it happen. You know, I was serious, so I found. I was like, okay, I want. I need to. You know, by myself. So you know, it's very, it's very interesting. So yeah, I think sometimes there's a stigma with housing. Um, you know, with social housing sometimes, and actually. Is I just like you said sometimes I don't just don't think there's a difference. Mm. Um, you know, some people may think, oh, maybe that's going to be a bit more difficult. Maybe the 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 people are a bit more difficult. But it's it's good to hear that you sometimes got the professionals view. are more difficult. They're more, <laughs> more entitled. Yeah, you know what I mean, they want it fixed now. Like okay. why it's broken? Why are you like? Yeah, they demand a different service. Wow. So that's... you can get problems from anyone. Yeah. Everyone's it's just different. how you deal with it. Mm. Wow, that's so that's so that's so unique. How do you manage all of this? How do you manage doing all this? Uh, good team. Okay, for one, um, like like you can't do it alone. I've got a great assistant. 
that's like been with me for like the big from the beginning. Mm-hmm. Um, good family mm-hmm. and people that understand like what, but they don't. They don't even have to understand. They just yeah. have to support. Yeah. You know what I mean? So like, you know, if you have a good partner, mm-hmm. they might not fully understand your work, mm-hmm. but they understand it's important to you. Yeah. And like whether you might even be in a space that's like a bit negative, like where mm-hmm. you're kind of like, you're probably not a nice person to be around, but mm-hmm. they'll be patient with you mm-hmm. because they understand that, you know, you, all right, cool, you, you're really doing this for your family. You're doing mm-hmm. this for like a greater good. So the patient, so um, that helps it, helps managing it. Mm-hmm. Being just having the space to even work. Yeah. Whether it's hard or not, you, you got your space, you got your peace of mind. Mm-hmm. Um, and systems, mm-hmm. just developing systems and, and, and looking at technology that's out there to help. Mm-hmm. So like managing the properties using estate agent software yeah. and all that kind of stuff there, um, CRM tools. Yeah. Um, and uh, But generally, I think you get to the point where you kind of know when something's not right or you know the things that you need mm-hmm. to be staying on top of. Yeah. So it's, it's like, even without the systems, there's there's a lot going on in my head where it's just like, hang on, I haven't heard from so-and-so in a while. Mm-hmm. Check that. Or, yeah, it's about that time of the month. I know last week, then that bill needs to be paid. So mm-hmm. you just start, you start, it becomes, starts to become a bit part of you mm-hmm. where, you know, you almost don't switch off. Yeah. Wow. Wow. That is, that is crazy. That, no, I'm really loving uh, your story. So, so you invest in property yourself. You you also classify yourself as a property investor. So another thing that we wanted to talk about on the podcast was the mindset of it. So can you talk me through what you think it takes to become a property investor such as yourself? I think it takes the same kind of energy and thought as it would anyone that just wants to create any business. The property investor really, to me, is, is the irrelevant part. Mm-hmm. It's just you have to have what it takes to become whatever it is that you want to be. Mm-hmm. And that's just like the dedication, the passion, mm-hmm. the resilience, mm-hmm. um, the persistence. Um, when it looks like it ain't going to happen, mm-hmm. you're pushing through those feelings. Um, whatever it is, you just get the knowledge. You kind of learn the steps. Mm-hmm. You probably won't know all the steps, but you'll know enough to get you to where you're supposed to be. Mm-hmm. And you just push through. Mm-hmm. So I don't think there's anything specific about being in property yeah. as it would be to become a chef. Yeah. Just find out whatever those steps are in mm-hmm. as much detail as possible. The more detail, the less pain mm-hmm. and just push through. Yeah. It's yeah. not going to be easy. Yeah. It's crazy because like, it's crazy that you're saying that because um, there's a few people that I've seen on TikTok that have been learning how to do like renovations. They've never done it. And yeah, they, yeah. You know, I'm not. They're not bad, but they're learning and they're yeah, getting yeah. better every time. But they're willing to take the leap. Yeah. Because I think a lot of um, I don't know where it comes from, but for some reason, people feel like they have to be perfect immediately. When actually, that's not actual how life works. You can't. It's not possible for you to be perfect. Because how would you have become perfect if you didn't? Yeah. Or ha- close to perfect if you didn't yeah. do anything to practice and become better at it. Yeah, I mean, if you're doing it yourself where you like, you don't have like some kind of mentor, yeah. like making sure you don't fall, because yeah. you're going to make mistakes. Yeah. Um, Just try not to make big ones. Yeah. Yeah. But the mistakes are okay. And and most of the times only you know, will know that the yeah. mistake got made. Yeah, exactly. And you'll forget it. And it's not yeah. as a big, it's a big deal. It's so crazy. Um, There's another thing that's been like hitting the news headlines. You know, we've, We've talked about cost of living crisis, inflation, but house prices, that's also, we just keep on hearing record, record month after month. Right. And then a lot of people will feel like, oh, I told Michael, why are you guys talk about property? Uh-huh. Can't make it. We can't get there. What would you, what would you say to them that they think that, look, I'm priced out. I'm not going to be able to make it. I'm not going to be able to get onto the property ladder. You know, I was thinking about this earlier and, and the reality is if you've got any kind of money to, and, and I, I'm not, it's not financial advice. Like mm-hmm. people should do whatever they think is best for mm-hmm. them. But for me, the, the amount of money that you need to save to put into a deposit for a property, mm-hmm. you'd probably be better off creating a business okay? because you'll get a greater return mm-hmm. on, on anything you put into a business in the short term, at least mm-hmm. than a property. Mm-hmm. Um, and then use that money to fund the property. Okay. You know what I mean? So like, 
if that, the average house price down Birmingham, say, mm -hmm. is twenty thousand pounds. Mm -hmm. Sorry, two hundred thousand pounds, mm -hmm. which would mean you have to put that if you, if it's a residential property, at least mm -hmm. ten percent, twenty thousand. Mm -hmm. But then you still gotta have the wage to like meet the multiplier mm -hmm. for the mortgage itself. Yeah. But what if you put that twenty thousand pounds into a reasonable business? Mm -hmm. You know, maybe two or three people come together, put the twenty thousand pounds. Mm -hmm. How long would it take for that twenty thousand pounds to come back mm -hmm. with some more? You might find yeah. yourself in a different financial situation mm -hmm. in which you can then use that money to actually fund your like fund your salary mm -hmm. to show that oh I do have the affordability. Mm -hmm. If we're relying on jobs that have like caps and stuff like that. Mm -hmm there's only so much you can do. Mm -hmm. So essentially what I'm saying is use that money and create like a side hustle. Mm -hmm. Pair it with the job that you've got if, you don't, if you're not trying to leave your career. Mm -hmm. And now you may have the affordability for it. Yeah. But to just rely on a job and just trying to save and that's it. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I, I don't know. I don't know how it's going to happen. You think it's a bit of an outdated approach these days? I think so. Yeah. I think so. Because yeah. your job is not going up in line with inflation. Mm -hmm. um, the cost of living isn't like mm. going up with the the way your 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 job is going up so mm. you have to think outside the box yeah everyone should be investing mm. like it doesn't have to be in the market it doesn't have mm. to be in property but everyone should be investing in something mm -hmm. that's going to work for them more so than themselves yeah or else it's a bit it's a bit difficult yeah yeah it's interesting actually that you said that cuz a lot of people i feel like they would think oh it's risky to to invest in a business but like you said i think the potential is that you've got higher ceiling potential right. um to to make something of themselves um that is no that is that is such an interesting thing i mean thinking about it now i mean i put i put money down into a property but would i have been better off starting a business maybe there's probably maybe. it's probably when i think about it maybe yeah i could have i could have just quit and done it full time and mm. gone it doesn't have to be a hard at it could be like a crazy risky business yeah it could be like just it could be something that you've got a, a friend yeah investing in, already doing something can mm. you know with the right machinery you could take mm. it to the next level and yeah say, all right well i'll borrow you the money and pay me back with a bit of interest yeah it could just be a loan but yeah. it's like a kind of secure lot. Mm. There's different ways. Yeah. But you have to put the money to work. Yeah. Because once that deposit's in. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. What What do you think about that with the property stuff? Because <clears> even <throat> I, even me, I was like, oh, should I just put this in the stock market and just continue renting? Yeah. That was after I had yeah. bought it. I, I started thinking, yeah. would I have just been better? It's just sitting there like. I, I definitely felt like that after I bought my first property. Yeah. And I was just like, hang on. So how long is it going to take this money to come back? Like, because it's like five hundred pound a month yeah. coming in, and it's like, what did I just put down for this? Um, I mean, it's it's investment in property. You yeah. can never regret it, and mm. it's hard enough to get in. So if you have the opportunity to get in without mm. doing all these things, yeah, then that's great. Yeah. Um, but if it is a battle, then you are thinking to yourself, how the hell am I supposed to save this deposit mm. and also prove that I can afford it? Mm. It sounds like the gap is some sort of business that can give you an additional income. Yeah. Yeah. I think everybody should have a side hustle, to be honest. Definitely. And I think it's, it's, it's very important just to have extra income for so many reasons. Like you said, you know, get yourself onto the property ladder. Also protect yourself. You know, if a recession happens, you get laid off, unfortunately, you've got something else that you can help. And just ha have the skills to be able to do something by yourself and make money. You know, I think it's important yeah. to be able to be able to do that. And there's also rent to rent. Yeah. Okay. Um, as in like, uh, not even necessarily from a business standpoint, but say someone could rent a four bedroom house mm -hmm. and they could rent out the other three bedrooms, which would mean that the bills and their room was free. Mm -hmm. All right. You're living for free now. Yeah. Um, do that again and rent out all four of those other rooms. Mm -hmm. Now you're making you know, some sort of profit. Yeah. So you can control property without owning it. Mm -hmm. Um, Just using various different strategies. Yeah. It's like even, you know, using this place. Mm -hmm. How much would this room be if it wasn't the studio? Yeah. It's just literally this space here. Yeah? Mm -hmm. It might be £200 a week mm -hmm. in London. Um, But then you turn it into a podcast studio, mm -hmm. that £200 a week might become £500 a week. Mm -hmm. 
there's a creative ways of doing it. Yeah. You don't, you didn't need to buy this place. You didn't mm-hmm. need to own it or you just want to control the space. Yeah. That's yeah. You're right. You're right. You don't, you don't have to own property. Yeah. Like you said, you could just do different things mm-hmm. um, in the space. Yeah. That's, that's crazy. Um, There's another thing that I, I'm seeing around or people waiting, people are waiting for this. Maybe there'll be a, a housing market crash. They, they, you know, they got maybe they've got their money ready, but they're just sitting on the sidelines. What would you say to people? What's your thoughts on that? Actually, waiting on the sidelines with money. Um, there's the saying that uh, time in the market mm. is better than timing mm. the market. Mm-hmm. So I would say, like, there's no time like the present. Like, if you're in it for the long term, mm-hmm. even if it goes down, it will eventually go back up. Mm-hmm. Um, but what you are risking is not being a part of it. Yeah. Um, you know everyone has to make calculated decisions but if we listen to everything we hear from everyone Mm. then you know we'll never do anything yeah i would just say make sure your information is good make make Mm. sure that you go into credible sources for Mm. information don't just listen to your mate who's telling you about (laughs) recessions you know i mean there's there's news channels there's there's financial resources to Mm -hmm. actually make an educated decision yeah so just base it on some real facts if you are going to wait yeah but generally if you're in it for the long term if mm-hmm. this is like you know i'm passing this on to my kids type stuff it doesn't it it, it matters less mm. you know i mean rather than not being in it yeah but i will say though if it, if the, if a recession does happen you do want to have your money there and you do yes. be able to capitalize on yeah. opportunities yeah you know I mean? <laughs> yeah these whatever they are maybe there'll be bargain basement <laughs> yeah, opportunities yeah, yeah. you could have some killer Kill opportunities. So yeah, like you said, keep cash on keep, cash on the side. Yeah, yeah, I think property is only the only asset. I think I can't remember if gold that's really performing okay this year. Everything else is not doing good. Stocks and crypto yeah, is yeah. terrible. I mean, I'm sure, I'm, I'm sure it will follow suit. Eventually. Yeah, exactly. It's the only one holding up. But nobody's. I don't. I don't see anybody saying, "Hang on, guys." Have you realized it it, it, it it is happening? But yeah, it depends what you listen to. Yeah, if you if you're in property and you're listening to like yeah. mainly property uh, property podcasts and stuff yeah. like that, then you probably hear something different. Yeah, but again, we live in a time where like the news is controlled by certain narratives. Yeah, maybe they don't want people to worry too much yet. Yeah, I mean the recession thing. Like, I think it, it pretty. I think it is happening. I think they're just yeah. waiting for like um. The, the, the next quarter's result yeah, to come out yeah. and they can show it yeah. like two consecutive quarters. Yeah, yeah. I don't think there's any, I don't even think there's any denying that. It's just, <laughs> just, just, just not yet. Just, just to keep it quiet. Kind yeah, because it'll go panic everybody. Yeah. Go mad, yeah. So, but it's not the first time it's happened. Yeah. Just hustle. Yeah, it's true. It's not the first. It's we've had, we've had our recessions. Oh, yeah. nine, I think we're like around September yeah. 11th and all that. Yeah. So, for 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 someone like myself starting in life where I've started mm. uh, again just like you know council housing backgrounds and stuff like that it's almost like I was born into recessions <laughs> like there was no assets to lose there was no jobs to lose yeah i don't even you know what i mean the food, i don't even you know the, the food wasn't always like filling up the fridge and, yeah you know, so, so it doesn't it, once you once you know where you're coming from yeah like, there's there's not much that's yeah that's that's scary <laughs> yeah you know it's so funny that you said that because it just it just takes me back honestly <laughs> you got nothing to lose it's true you're just gaining, you're just gaining. you've got nothing to yeah. lose you just yeah nah that is that's epic um no it's been great having you um on the podcast um so yeah what do you have planned next for yourself um for me i just want to keep putting energy into the social housing space mm-hmm. um it really is a bit of like a like, I, I didn't choose it. I feel like it almost chose me. And it's yeah. become a bit of a passion project now. Mm-hmm. Like, I really want to see how streamlined I can get the service. Yeah. How well can I support people? Like, how much people can we actually help mm-hmm. with our service? And then, again, with Gordon Brooks, finding new opportunities. Yeah. And just working with new landlords um, uh, within the Birmingham area mm-hmm. um, to help them to secure assets, run them, run them well, mm-hmm. and keep them profitable. So that's, like, my main focus. Yeah. Right now. Wow, wow epic epic and uh where can people find you so uh social media for our estate agent is gordon brooks property mm-hmm. for our social housing it's crossroads housing mm-hmm. and for myself it's property money okay 
Great. I wish you luck on, on, on those ventures. We'll definitely catch up on them. And um, yeah, do you have a final word for the listeners? Um, whatever it is that you're trying to do, mm. it's possible. Mm-hmm. Just don't get in the way of yourself. Awesome. I love that. I love that. I hope you guys have enjoyed this episode. I've, I've thoroughly um, enjoyed it. Thanks for uh, listening to this episode of the Takeoff Podcast, and we'll see you next week. Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details.